I'm Chalanga. I'm Dylan. And this is the CND NBA show. Dylan and I recorded a whole podcast. And then <laughs> we started having an interesting conversation about trading Carl Anthony Towns. And Dylan was like, we should record this. And I said, fine, we'll record this. And mid recording, we found out that Ryan Saunders was fired. And uh, Chris Finch has been hired as the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. So first we talk about trading Carl and then we freak out live on pod reacting to the news so i hope you enjoy there's a narrative that's been around for a while i mean for a long time but you know the trade cat idea it's time to trade cat this team is bad we need to trade carl anthony towns get maximum value for him in in return um i and i just don't i don't agree with that at all i don't know what do you think right now cat's value is so depressed when do you sell a stock you sell a stock at its maximum value. So like right now, the contract that Carl Anthony Towns is on is at the lowest amount of value you could possibly have. He's been out with COVID, with whatever injury. And before that, he was like an Iron Man. Why trade Cat now when he's just getting back into playing shape? And on top of all of that, everybody's saying like, whoa, like Carl Anthony Towns going to the Knicks next year. Uh, Carl Anthony, we're really excited to watch Carl Anthony Towns play in MSG where it's going to be his home court in two years. And it's just like, I don't think Carl wants to go to the Knicks. I mean, he already played for Tom Thibodeau. And if he wanted to play for him again, he, he would have said something when he was fired. Of course he would have. There is a reason that star players generally aren't traded until the last year of their contract. As as an organization, you're you're doing a disservice to yourself by not writing out that contract as long as you can. Because like ultimately, keeping your star is the best move. So like especially for for a franchise like Oregon, uh, like Minnesota. I mean, we lost the Kevin Garnett trade, we lost the Kevin Love trade, we will lose the Carl Anthony Towns trade because stars are hard to come by in Minnesota. So the most valuable thing that we can have is a star. I, I mean, do you do you really want to trade Carl Anthony Towns for like three or four draft picks that will probably be bad and a couple young, interesting prospects? Like, no, I don't I don't want to go through this again. We have Carl. The best option is to try to build around him. Like I, I just at least trade him after he makes all NBA. I mean, he hasn't made all NBA since 2018. He hasn't made an all-star game since 2019. He's not making it this year, and he's not making either team this year. So, well, and then and then if you wait till the last year of his contract, then like there becomes this sort of frenzy that happens between NBA teams who don't want to lose out in free agency. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to get that guy on on their team stat because it's important because they, they you know that's how they're going to get the star without going in free agency. So I don't know. It just like will make so much more sense. If the Wolves are going to trade him, we trade him in what 2023 at the end of his contract. And, you know, who knows what the Wolves will look like in 2023? Maybe Ant is going to be awesome. Maybe Jaden McDaniels is going to be awesome. Maybe the Wolves will keep their pick next year and Cade Cunningham will be on the team. You know what I mean? Like things could be a lot different. Hopefully the Wolves will be in Seattle and will be fired from zone coverage. Oh my God, my dream of dreams. Just take me out of my misery, Seattle. Take this team, please. <laughs>
Oh my god, or Vegas. We'll give it to Vegas. Montreal, do you want it? Anyone? Oh god, but if they go to Vegas, you know that I'm making some trips. <laughs> oh yeah, you and me both, baby. <laughs> Although it's like what a 45 minute flight from LA? Yeah, no, it's real quick. It's it's like a two hour <gasps> whoa, drive. Whoa, 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 breaking news. The Minnesota Timberwolves have dismissed coach Ryan Saunders. What? Oh my god! <laughs> What? Good thing, we, uh, good thing we were recording again. Shall I go? Like, shall I go? Like, no, we don't need bonus content this oh, week. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. Sad, actually. I feel I sad mean, for him. It feels like a move for Gerson to save face. Yeah. That that being said, who's gonna coach the team now? Like, uh, did they say the Timberwolves won't immediately name an interim coach tonight? Hold on. Um it's Vanderpool, right? It's got to uh, be. It's Brian said, Gates. Minnesota has dropped 24, Brian 31 Gates. games to start the season. Living with the, yeah, the, no no immediate interim coach. Bryant Gates, please, let's go. Let's go, Bryant Gates. <laughs> let's go, Pablo Prigioni. That's my pick. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> here's my pick, Gerson. Let's <gasps> just go straight Gerson. I think he coached. Didn't he coach like uh, D3 basketball or something? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I coached a couple middle school games. I'm available. All right. Get at them. Um, Get at them, boys. Yeah, Natural I mean, I Anderson. guess I mean, yes, obviously we've been we've been, you know, calling for a change in coach, but I think you and I both agreed that mid-season was not the time. Yes, we did also fire him on pod. I know. I know, but that was a joke, right? Like we were we were kidding. <laughs> I'm just surprised it took this long for them to like get through the paperwork or whatever paper pushing they had to do in order to like finalize what we did in, in our interview with Ryan Saunders. Yeah, that was a a, bi- a big bureaucratic lag time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I will this lead to more wins? No. <laughs> I guess uh, there's going to be a lot of fans that are happy for the time being. What does Carl think about this? That's the real issue. Like. Carl has to be not happy with that decision. And so now to me, maybe Cat is a ticking time bomb. Obviously, the distress asset isn't something to deal. But if it's just going to become more distressed at this point because Carl's going to be so unhappy. Well, here's, here's, a quote, here's a quote from Carl tonight. If you want to build a legacy, we got to win. I want to build my legacy here. I want to win with the Wolves. And I'm going to do everything I possibly can to step by step, brick by brick, LOL, build something. <laughs> yeah, I what think is- they need to focus more on the steps and less on the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, was I, it, I, you know, I, I was think he calling Carl, out Jaden McDaniels there or was he calling out Ant? He might as well be calling out everybody else on this team because <laughs> I think on any given night anyone can brick it except Malik Beasley. He doesn't. He doesn't brick it. He That's just true. sometimes doesn't get a lot of shots. Ricky like, Rubio doesn't brick it either. Shot. He just airballs. <laughs> anyway, I mean, this to me it feels like if Carl was that set on Saunders being the coach, this would not happen. And so that like my assumption was always that. I feel like Carl would have to give the A-OK. You know what I mean? You know, I, I think he has that type of stake in this organization. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's how I feel. 
Yeah, and as we know with Carl and his like media availability, he's not always the most transparent guy. So when he is giving the props to Coach Saunders or whatever, maybe that's him being playing politics. Maybe that's him just saying like, hey, you know what? I want to take the blame, you know, like the team needs to play better. We need to play better for Ryan. And maybe that's just him trying to say the right media savvy thing. Like he tried to do the first couple of years in the, in the league. Yeah. I guess there are two sides to the story. Is Carl going to get, going to become a ticking time bomb or is, is Carl the one partially behind okaying this? Yeah. I, and I guess that will play out over the coming weeks. I don't know, man. This is, <laughs> This is a uh, very Timberwolves. I don't know. We, uh, you know, it's it's always a Sunday. Or is it always remember? a Sunday? Well, oh last God. time it was like a Sunday or Monday after a win. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit! And then the Wolves are now getting competitive, but uh, I don't know. It wasn't a win, but it was a near win. I don't know. Lol, a near win. Oof. Oh, seven and twenty-four. I thought the Wolves had eight wins. I guess I'm wrong. Whoa. Minnesota Timberwolves are hiring Toronto Raptors assistant coach Chris Finch as the new head coach on a multi-year contract. What the fuck? Chris Finch was, he was, he's, he's made his way around the league too. Hasn't he as a, as a candidate for other teams? Yeah. What the fuck? So this has been in the works. This is not uh holy shit. They, wow. they had, they had the new girl already. They, they, Whoa, Gerson playing chess. Gerson was, he was seeing someone on the side. Holy shit. Gerson. God, you dirty man. Gross. Oh, oh wow. I love it. Wow, wow, wow. I can't believe this. All right, the next game is... Uh, fuck, dude. The next game is against Milwaukee on Tuesday. So probably not enough time for Chris Finch to do anything. <laughs> Except pack his bags. Yeah, he's going to be showing up just in time for the game on Tuesday. Well, no, he's going to have to quarantine for a while, Wait, isn't he? The Timberwolves just play the Raptors twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is going to have... Wait, how is that going to work? He's not going to be able to be on the bench. Uh, Maybe if he tests negative enough, he can. I'm not sure. Anyway. <laughs> we, we did 700 negative tests today, and now he's coaching. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, like, we played the Raptors twice last week. Was this already happening? Like, this is huh. fascinating. I mean, the Raptors huh. just played today. This is fascinating. Oh, my God. I love this. Okay, finally, something to be excited about for the Timberwolves. I wonder if there's so going to be someone who wants to write about this for tomorrow for zone coverage so I can push my piece to Tuesday. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I thought you would want to write about this. Ah, I mean, I guess I could write about this. You should write about it. Just type it into the zone coverage Slack. You deserve it. You deserve the clicks. I just don't know anything about Chris Finch. I'm going to have to do so much research and stay up so late. Fine. I'll I'll punch out a 600-word Chris Finch article. Cool. That's the the move. Wow. I can't believe... Yeah, we can't trade Carl now because we've got a new awesome young head coach. On a full, I mean, multi-year deal. That is dirty. They did Ryan Dirt. Gerson Rosas is dirty. I mean, I love it. Me too. I love everything <laughs> about it. Me too. You can't be, you can't be nice. This is, this is a business, yo. Like, come on now. <laughs> if you want to win, you can't be, in, you can't be Mr. Nice Guy. That's why, that's why Andrew Wiggins got all that money. Because Glenn Taylor's all nice. 
Breaking news. Ryan Saunders offered former job as ball boy for Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> oh, I wish that he could stay on as, as assistant coach, but no way he does that. I think he's just going to take some time off, be with his family. It'll be nice. He'll be able to be with his kid a bunch. Yeah, it you know. it truly does sting more. Like this is I was thinking about that during the game. Like, how can they fire Ryan Saunders during a pandemic? Like that just has to be the worst time to lose your job. But I, I bet his salary is somewhat guaranteed or something's gotta be guaranteed about it. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think the financial piece is gonna be that big of a deal for for the Saunders family. <laughs> um I've seen his house, <laughs> he's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's he—he he is important to Minnesota, no matter how much he was a disappointment as the coach. I'm just—I'm just shocked that they right away were like, "Chris Finch, you're our guy." And like, yeah, it's not even—it's like this is not just our guy. This is clearly Gerson's guy. Like, we're not going to please the Timberwolves fans right now because Timberwolves fans—nine out of ten of them—are not going to know who Chris Finch is. Us covering the game, like we kind of know that he's been in the in waiting in the wings for the next head coaching job, but this isn't like the Dave Yeager, like let's try to please the fans, hometown guy type of hire. And so I'm I'm just stoked to see what what Gerson was thinking because every time I've actually seen what Gerson was thinking, I've kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not the D'Lo trade, but still the D'Lo trade. Like w- Wiggins wasn't ever going to play well for the Timberwolves. He needed he needed a new place to play. Even if Wiggins does work out, I don't blame him because it's like Andrew Wiggins needed a new place to play. He wasn't going to just come out of nowhere starting to play like that. Like did the Wiggins did did the Wolves lose the Wiggins trade? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? We got off of Andrew Wiggins, and it's like was Andrew Wiggins it like now that he's playing well for the Warriors? Well, all of a sudden, what? Yeah, well-ish, whatever he is. Like, let's say he's playing somewhat competent on-ball defense. Is, was he going to ever show out like that for the Timberwolves? No. So why is this such a big loss for the Timberwolves to give up a number one pick for, like, the guy that was the biggest albatross on their team of all time, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, and, and like, if the warriors get the fourth overall pick and they get jalen green so be it you know i I don't like i don't know number four we did the research number four is not that good of a place to pick not a lot of like generational number four overall guys so four through eight are historically the worst picks they're rough they're rough so uh, you know i think that and and at this rate the wolves have a fairly good shot at keeping their pick so uh, they'll really win if they could get Cade or Kaminga or Jalen Suggs. So, and then they'll give up their pick unprotected to the Warriors in 2022. But with Chris Finch at the helm, you know, we're making the playoffs next year, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Finch and Lynette Bird, Nightingale, Blackbird. How is it you sing? Do you damn bro no i don't know that at all i love it though I, all right i, look, I gotta I go do. i gotta start writing because i gotta wake up at 6 a.m tomorrow so sweeney todd ah don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter at cnd nba show send us an email cnd nba gmail.com like subscribe listen review tell your friends uh send a nice tweet to ryan saunders just kidding he doesn't have social media uh <laughs> 
Uh, so like you couldn't even handle being ratioed by one Warriors guy. Just think about how Ryan Saunders would feel if he did have social media. Oh my god, it would suck so bad. Everyone is texting me like right now, like I didn't already hear the news that Ryan is out. Like, y'all, I have all of the notifications on Twitter on. I'm up to date on Timberwolves content. You do not need to text me about it. Thank you though. But Dane Moore called it, just so you know. No, he didn't. Shut up. Look, everyone and their mother knew that Chris Finch was the next NBA coach. I guarantee you that Dane Moore did not say, Ryan Saunders will be fired and the Timberwolves will immediately hire Chris Finch. If he said (laughs) that, I will give him props. But if he just said, eventually Ryan Saunders will be out and, you know, next year they could hire like Chris Finch. I think Chris Finch would be a good fit. That's not calling it. (laughs) <laughs> that 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 is nor i we've said that a million times we've said that a million times we i mean we we through, specifically chris finch i've i've said chris finch i mean I, i've yeah. said chris finch dave yeager kenny atkinson those were the guys yes yes that's probably true we have <laughs> probably said chris finch you know that's 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 those are the guys anyway do you know also dane Moore did not call Jaden mcdaniels at 17 <laughs> yeah i feel proud of that man but you didn't write the article until after, or you wrote the article before, but it didn't come out until after we picked them, unfortunately. I know it sucks. I had, because I, I did a pre-draft article, but then I just, like, other stuff got pushed to the front. And so then when we drafted him, I was like, okay, well, I got this, so I might as well write it. Anyway, whatever. You know, in a redraft, Jade McDaniels would probably go between 12 and 17. Oh, I so. think higher. I think he he might, he has a chance at top 10. I think we should do next pod. We should do a 2020 redraft, a way too early redraft. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, okay, next week is our hundredth episode. Yeah, we should do Thursday then. Um, we'll react to Chris Finch's first game on Tuesday or on Thursday night. They, they play on Thursday too, um, and uh, then we'll release something on Friday, I guess. That way, we can have two Chris Finch games to talk about. Can you do an intro? Uh, yes, I can. Um, I'll do it right now. Um, I'm Chilanga. I'm Dylan. And this is the CND NBA show.